welcome to the Flow Equestrian Podcast, where we talk about all things wellness for equestrian athletes. I'm your host, Jamie Graham, and I'm so happy you're here. Hello, my friends. I feel like it's been a long, long time since I've recorded, but I've just, it's only been a week. It only took a break um, last week, but it does feel like a long time. So I had a lot going on last week, um, and I just really didn't want to burn out myself, and I didn't want to feel super pressured to make, to record a podcast last week and have it not be of, of quality. So that's why I opted to just take a, you know, take a break instead. And, you know, it's, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to tell yourself, hey, like you need to rest this week. And there should be no guilt or shame associated with taking a break and, you know, caring for yourself. So that's the reason why I wasn't here last week, but we are back. I know I promised the financial wellness podcast episode with my husband, but he's just been so busy lately and we have not had the time to record the episode. Like apart from work, he has projects that he's doing on the side and, you know, we really value our alone time together. We really value the time we spend together and we don't want, you know, we allocate a lot of time where it's just us spending time with with each other. So, you know, we didn't want that to interfere. We didn't want recording a podcast episode to interfere with our, you know, our, our time together. So it's just been hard to make time. But I do promise you guys that the episode is going to come soon. I can't give you a specific date yet, but it will happen. I promise. So I'm recording this episode on Tuesday. I'm currently, well, I've been waiting for my farrier. I don't know if you guys have this issue. It just seems like finding a farrier, finding a good farrier is is just impossible. And I always say like either there's three things and you can only choose two. So it's either they do a good job shoeing, they're responsive, or they're good with your horse. Like I feel like you can only choose two out of those three things <laughs> because my farrier is great, but he is unresponsive. And I've have not heard from him since this morning. He said he was going to come today. So I've just been, you know, hanging around, just waiting to see when he will text me. <laughs> I'm sure you guys, a lot of you guys have the same problem or same issues with, with farriers, but it is what it is. It's, it's really hard to find someone that does a good job. So, you know, I'd rather keep this farrier and you know because he does such a great job with my horse's feet and you know it's I'll just wait it's (laughs) it's okay but anyways let's start off with our check-in how is your mind how is your body and how is your horse I want you to just take a few moments just think about the answers to those questions and just reflect on how you're feeling today Today's episode is going to be about social media and emotional wellness. I have not thought about a title for this episode yet, but 
I just really wanted to talk about the impacts of social media on one's emotional wellness. Because while social media is great, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, all of the above, there it's great to form a community, to feel connected, to keep in touch with people, you know, to be creative, to like to have an outlet to be for you to be creative. But at the same time, sometimes it does more harm than good. When I first started using social media when I was pretty young, I really didn't know how to handle it. When Instagram first started popping up, I think I was, I don't even remember, maybe late teens, early 20s maybe. And I was still a very insecure person. I refused to go outside without makeup. Um, you know, I would get so self-conscious when people would take photos because I'm like, oh no, people are going to take photos. Like it needs to be, I need to look the best in order for people to to post it. And it just, it caused a lot of insecurities. And I followed a lot of quote unquote, like fitness models. And which at the time, of course, I didn't understand that that really hurt my self-esteem because I would look at all these posts and I would be like, oh gosh, I'm not good enough. Look at all these like amazing people. Look at their, you know, look at how great they look. And I think that really did, took a toll on my just self-esteem and my confidence. And it's just really scary to think about because kids nowadays all they know is social media. Like they practically grew up with it. So if I felt like that when I was in my early 20s, I can't even imagine what teenagers now, especially young girls feel because of the things that they see on social media. Like nowadays I see 12, 13 year old girls look like they're 25 look they literally look like full-grown adults and it's because of social media it's because how girls women are portrayed on social media like I'll be the first one to admit that I I spend a lot of time on social media but just because it's a part of my job and it's a part of what I do but I'm also I also learned how to do it in a way where it doesn't affect my mental health. Like I don't follow anyone that makes me feel inadequate. And I'm also very conscious of the content that I put out because I would never want to put out content that makes anyone feel any kind of negative way. All my content that I put out is, I want to say it's, it's well thought through. You know, I don't post anything especially I don't post anything like food related. Remember there was a time when people would post, you know, what I ate in a day. And I, I honestly thought about doing that before, but I saw someone's comment on it and it was like, by posting what you eat in a day, you're telling people, Hey, this is what I eat to achieve this body. And you know, that, could possibly lead to eating disorders. And I would never, ever want to put that thought in anyone's mind because 
I think that I developed my eating disorder because when I was, because of, you know, following these accounts when I was younger and I don't want that for anyone. Like it makes me upset when I see stuff on my explore page of especially girls that post videos like, here's five things that I do every day to look like this and, you know, like stuff like that. And it, it, it makes me really upset and it, it makes me wonder how many young girls out there are watching that video and comparing themselves to that person on social media. And a lot of young people aren't self-aware enough to understand the harm that it's doing to them. And they aren't self-aware enough to realize how that post is making them feel at that very moment. And I think that the same thing can be said about just the horse world community, Instagram community too. You know, we all love posting our victories. Of course, like we all love sharing our progress and you know, showing off all the ribbons that we've won and stuff like that. But sometimes it can make people feel less than and it can make people feel depressed because, you know, you're out here achieving all these things, but they're probably still at square one. And it's not, I'm not saying all this to make, you know, people feel guilty for posting their their wins because I do it too. Like I, I love posting you know, progress of Coda and I, um, but just being aware of how those posts make you feel. And if there is a post, there is an account where that you follow, where you, you know, you feel somewhat depressed and less than after looking at their posts, you know what, like just, just mute that account for a little bit you know, or unfollow that account if it's making you feel some type of way. It's so easy in the horse world to compare your life to another person's life, especially when it comes to horses. And I'll be honest, I I do the same thing. Like I'll look at someone's account and they have this fabulous imported warm blood and I'll be like, gosh, like I wish... I wish I had a horse like that. I wish I had a horse of that caliber. And yeah, sometimes it does make me feel inadequate and it does make me feel less than. But because I'm an adult and I can process those feelings and I can, you know, not let those thoughts really affect me, like it doesn't really bother me that much. But I, and I'm just thinking in terms of younger, you know, younger people where it is super easy to let those thoughts consume you and it's super easy to let those feelings overwhelm you to the point where you feel hopeless or depressed because you think that you, you'll you never get to where this person will get to. And it's not just consuming the content on social media that sometimes can be harmful to our emotional wellness. It's also posting content that can also take a toll on your, your mental health. Studies have showed that, you know, getting likes, getting comments and shares on social media, it releases neurochemicals, which make us feel happiness and it makes us feel really good about ourselves. And it's just like being addicted to something, you know, when you're consuming it, when you're doing that certain thing, it releases these chemicals in your brain that tells you that it feels good and you want to keep doing it. 
And then gradually it, you know, it gives us a false sense of happiness. We think that getting likes, getting comments, getting shares gives us joy and happiness. And while social media can, you know, increase your emotional well-being at times, if you're overdoing it and you're solely depending on it to feel joy, then that's when issues, you know, start start to happen and we become addicted to it and will do anything and everything in order to to get the most amount of views possible. But at the end of the day, I know I always refer back to this concept, but it is all it's all just about balancing. It's about balancing how you use social media to where yes, it can provide you with with entertainment and joy, but at the same time won't affect your your mental and emotional wellness. And there are ways to maintain a healthy relationship, a healthy and balanced relationship with with social media. You can schedule time to, you know, take breaks from social media. You can delete the app for a little bit. You can, you know, limit the things that you post. You can, like I mentioned earlier, start unfollowing accounts that make you have, you know, negative feelings towards yourself. Or if you're feeling like you're, you know, spending more time on social media than with your family and friends, maybe it's time to just take a pause and let your brain take a break from, you know, scrolling all the time. I just think it's super important to be extremely self-aware when you do use social media and notice how it makes you feel, especially if you're someone that struggles with self-esteem and confidence issues, which brings me to wanting to share, you know, it's just some feelings and thoughts that I've been, I've been feeling the past couple of weeks for some reason, the past couple of weeks, I just I don't want to say I feel I've been feeling bad about my body, but I just don't feel like myself. You know, like my breeches were feet fitting tighter. You know, I couldn't fit into old jeans, and that made me feel some type of way. I'm not gonna lie. If someone tells you that they feel 100% confident about themselves all the time. I guarantee you that they're they're lying because as human beings it's only normal to to fluctuate between you know feeling confident and not it's only normal to you know not always feel 100% about yourself all the time and you would be lying if you know you you say that you feel great about yourself all the time because that's just not the truth. And I, like I always say, I always want to be truthful and I always want to be honest on, on my platforms. Yes, I do promote body positivity and I always will. And I will always, always, always promote that. It's more important to feel the change inside than to feel the change on the outside. But as a woman who's been brought up in a society where we're judged on our appearance all the time, where I grew up having my body being a conversation starter at family gatherings, where my weight was constantly being discussed amongst family, sometimes those thoughts creep back into you. 
because you've spent so many, uh, so many years listening to all those comments and things being said about you, which obviously I know that they're not true now because I'm grown and I've been able to, you know, process and heal from a lot of those things. But sometimes it still creeps back in and, you know, unlock on the door and say hello sometimes. And, you know, it's just, it just takes, it takes work. It takes work to work on changing your mentality every day. It takes work to change the way that you were brought up. It takes work every single day to work on your mindset and your thoughts. And some days are harder than others. And just for the past couple of weeks, it's just been a little bit hard for me, but you know, it's, it's okay because that's, that's life. Life has ebbs and flows. Life has ups and downs, and it's not linear, but that's also why I think life is beautiful because, you know, it's, it's, it's a constant evolution. It's always changing and there's always, always things to work on. And, you know, this goes back to the, the, the topic of this episode about social media. Like you, you don't see people talking about their struggles on social media. And hence you think, you know, that person's life is perfect and they can't possibly be struggling with anything, but that's just not the case. And I really hope that the content that I put out there really reflects that because I, I wish I had someone tell me all these things when I was younger so that I could have saved myself a lot of misery. So I just want to be that person for, you know, that younger person out there who's, who's listening to this right now. But, you know, to, to conclude, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that social media is bad. And I'm not saying that, you know, we should all go ahead and delete our social media accounts or anything like that. But just being mindful and just knowing how to balance it in your life is is really crucial just for your overall emotional and mental wellness. My dad always used to tell me that too much of anything can be bad, can be detrimental. And the same applies to, you know, scrolling on our phones all the time. Yes, it's great that we can you know, consume a lot of information and the news and everything from social media. But at the same time, is it, do we need to be consuming all that stuff into our brains? You know what I mean? So just balancing how you use it, making sure that you're not letting it consume your life. You're not letting it affect your you know, your friendships and your, your actual relationships in your actual IRL life in real life, IRL. I don't know what the kids say nowadays, <laughs> but you know, maybe tonight or later, you know, go through the accounts that you're following. And, you know, if, if there are some that are making you feel inadequate and making you feel lonely or depressed, maybe just mute those accounts for a little bit and see if that changes your mood at all. So that concludes today's episode. I hope you enjoyed me rambling as always. I do want to let you guys know that my core training program is going to be on the Ridely app starting tomorrow. 
So it's a great program. Um, it's actually the eight week core strength and stability series that I, that I have. So it's going to be available in the Ridley app starting tomorrow. And I also have a monthly group there too, where you can ask me questions. I'll have a monthly topic where I demonstrate exercises and host Q and A's. If you have not heard of the Ridley app yet, please go download that app because it is an amazing training tool for you and your horse. It has, you know, video training programs from the best riders in the world, including like Charlotte Dujardin, there's Lily Keenan, Henrik von Eckermann, and so much more. Like it's, it's a really great resource and really great tool if you want to improve your riding. And I am I'm still just over the moon. I'm so blessed and I'm so, so grateful that they asked me to be a part of their their app and it is a dream come true and I would really appreciate your guys' support. So if you download that app, make sure you get the pro subscription in order to access the, the core training program and the also the monthly group. The link to the app will be posted underneath in the show notes. And yeah, I really hope that you guys enjoy the app and the program. So that's it from me for today. As usual, if you guys have any episode topic requests, please DM me or email me because I'm running out of episode ideas. (laughs) So yes, please let me know what you guys want me to talk about. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.